Hey there, and welcome back to Take One, the podcast that brings you just one conclusive page of Talmud every day. And it is with a lot of bittersweetness that we reach the end of this year, our beloved Tractate Chagiga. It feels like only yesterday we started it. And how does it end? Oh boy. Have a listen to this. Reish Lakish said, The fire of Gehenna has no power over the sinners of Israel either. This can be derived by a fortiori inference from the golden altar. If the golden altar, which has on it a coating that is no more than the thickness of a gold dinar, and which has incense burning on it for many years, and yet fire has no power over it, as the gold miraculously remained undamaged, all the more so should immunity from fire be granted to the sinners of Israel, who are filled with good deeds, as a pomegranate is full of seeds. What a wonderful, wonderful image with which to conclude such a wonderful tractate. And as ever, when it's time to say goodbye, we call on our friend and teacher, Rabbi David Beshevkin. Could you believe it's over? Liel, this is a double goodbye, which means that there is a double bitterness, but a double sweetness to what we've accomplished together in this journey. We are not just saying goodbye to Tractate Chagiga, but the way that each individual Tractate is organized into larger orders. And we are now saying goodbye to the order of what's known as Seder Moed, which were all of the Tractates that began with Tractate Shabbos and continued with all of the different Yom and Tovim and Jewish holidays. And we're not just saying goodbye to an individual tractate, but we're saying goodbye to this entire order and collection of tractates, which is why I think it's so moving that it ends specifically on this idea that even those most removed, described as almost sinners, are still filled with mitzvos, with good deeds like a pomegranate. And it always struck me because like, I've met a lot of you know, people who seem quite distanced from Judaism and like, you know, I've never really cracked them open to see the seeds inside. I'll take the Talmud's word for it. But what exactly is it transmitting over here? And I think this idea stands at the heart of Tractate Chagiga and in a larger sense, at the heart of what Seder Moe, this collection of tractates, is all about. And that is as we spoke about in the very beginning, and as I always do, I write about in this closing essay that I share on tablet, what I believe Tractate Chagiga is all about is reversing the hierarchy that many people see in the information age that we live in today of information over experience, and Tractate Chagiga reverses that hierarchy. We're used to thinking of what endures, what is lasting, write a book, write a blog post, we get lost in Wikipedia rabbit holes, we binge watch things on Netflix, and we always think that we live in the age that if you want to leave your mark, you need to contribute information. And what I believe Tractate Chagiga is all about in that trek to Jerusalem three times a year to see the temple, and not only to see the temple, but to feel seen 
by God at the temple is the notion that our very experiences are repositories for spiritual revelation. That if you want to really transform yourself, it is not by digging down in the rabbit holes of information, but immersing yourselves in Jewish experience. And very often we get lost in the specious world of information and don't appreciate where the real spiritual revelation occurs, and that is Jewish experience. And the entire Seder Moed has been about that, beginning with Tractate Shabbos and beginning with the discussions of Yom Kippur in Tractate Yuma and Purim in Megillah and each of these tractates that talk about Jewish experiences. We can't lose sight of the fact that at the heart of this entire tractate was the reminder that it's not just about accumulating information. What really stands at the heart of Jewish revelation in our individual lives is, in fact, experience itself. And when I look back at this tractate, I think in many ways about the very project of Dafyomi itself. You know, you and I began this on a phone call. I was away on a youth retreat for NCSY. You called me. I was in my hotel room and you convinced me and you said, David, I think let's go ahead. Let's figure out a way that we could build like this take one idea. And I thought you were absolutely crazy because I was raised with a bias of information. This is not the way to learn Talmud. Like, give me a break, a page a day, and you're going to distill it into a podcast. Like, what are we going to come out with? What are we going to acquire from this? Am I going to learn more? Am I going to know more Talmud at the end of this? How, how much wisdom after all can you do in eight minutes a day? Exactly. In eight minutes a day, or even if you read the whole page really quickly, I mean, you'll get lost in the whole thing. And you know what? Day by day, I realized that what the Dafyomi experience was for me was the reminder that even though I have not maybe accumulated massive amounts of information, I've been involved in a transformative experience. The information I've acquired throughout this process, if I'm being perfectly honest with you and myself, it's negligible. A page a day of Talmud, as I write, is not the way to accumulate information. But it has been a transformative experience. It's those quiet moments late at night. That's when I prefer to do this. That's when I prefer to listen. I know a lot of us might listen first thing in the morning. My family's asleep. And there are these whispers of Talmud that kind of animate the home. And even if I don't remember much, even if you don't remember much, it's enough to change your life. And you start to mark your days with the daf and the months with the masechta, with the tractate that we're learning. And daily Torah study becomes an experience that one writer that I read in an old tablet article shared this phraseology with me and allow me to read it to you now because it's so moving to me. It's a shared faith-based metronome, the pacemaker, that takes us back to our youth and remains oscillating and firing through the trials and tribulations of daily life. A daily routine of study transforms each page of Talmud from a source of information into a prism to reflect on your own life, self, and values. And before long, the daf itself, like the legend that we shared at the very beginning of that tractate, of the person who studied tractate Chagiga over and over and over again, until when this person died, somebody came to his funeral and they were bawling. They were bawling. They were crying. Nobody knew who this person was. They asked the person, 
what's your name? And this woman who was crying turned to the crowd and said, my name is Chagiga. And that story to me is an experience that becomes reified into a friendship. And it's that friendship to me that in my own life, Dafyomi has become, that Take One has become. It's a friend, it's a whisper that animates and transforms a life. It's not necessarily information, but it's an experience. And no matter how late or how tired or how scrambled my brain may be, like the phrase that we use to describe that we go to the Temple Mount, that we go to the Temple Mount not just to see God, but to feel in a way that our life, our experiences are seen by God. And so too every day, when I, whether it's listening to take one or scrambling and running through each page, I see each daf and each daf sees me. David Beshevkin, you make the sweet goodbye all the more sweeter. And I know you have one more thing to say before we conclude today's episode. Hadran Allah Maseches Chagiga, Bahadrach Alan, Hadran Allah Seder Moed, Bahadrach Alan. We shall return to you, Tractate Chagiga, and you shall return to us. We shall return to you, Seder, the entire order of Moed, and you, God willing, shall one day return to us. Amen. Selah. This has been Take One, a production of Tablet Studios. If you enjoy this show, and I hope you do, please go and rate and review us on iTunes or whatever platform you use to listen to podcasts. Each week, we'll be releasing new episodes Monday through Friday, covering the entire weekly portion of Dafyomi. I'm your host, Leah Leibowitz, and our producers are Dorona Skay, Josh Cross, Robert Scarmuccia, Sarah Fredman-Ader, and Quinn Waller. For more information, go to tabletmag.com slash takeone or email us at takeone at tabletmag.com. You could find us on Twitter at takeonedafyomi or join our Facebook group by searching for Take One Podcast. I hope we've made your day a little bit more Talmudic and we'll see you again soon. Music